Hello everybody, welcome to another episode of Hooks, Lines, and Hip Hop. I'm Keem. Jacob. Thank you guys so much for joining us. Jake, what are we talking about? We're going to talk about Rick Ross's newest album, Port of Miami 2, much anticipated. He's yes. been teasing this for, or the theory of this album for years. Right. So, uh, and Young Thug's newest album, So Much Fun. Right. right. But before we get into that, um, what's your fact this week? So, apparently honeybees can recognize human faces. And the way they see it is, is like, they see faces in a compilation of 5,000 individual images. So kind of like pixels on like a screen. So I thought that was pretty cool. Okay. That's terrifying. Yeah, no, they're also endangered. We need them, bro. Or they're on their way. That puts that puts B-movie into a perspective for me oh, now. Oh, God damn it. I, I love that movie. Do you? Jerry Seinfeld can do no wrong in my <laughs> eyes. I did. I haven't watched it. I've just seen all the the cringe uh, and the meme jokes about it. I have two copies. You want to borrow one? I'm good. I'm good. I'm telling you, dude. <laughs> Why do you have two copies of because the movie? Do you remember when my dad used to own those storage units and we were doing like the auction sales for them and we were buying the the stuff that people didn't yeah. come and claim. There, we found like a whole like tub full of movies. Oh, B movies? Well, no, not just B movies. That would be an obsession. That's what's in that closet. It's just B movies stacked top floor to ceiling. It's wall oozing. Wall. It's oozing out of the closet right now, guys. I'm looking at it. It's just but a when bunch I moved, I got. It's just a disc. Like I had. That's the single disc that's just loose in the drawer. That is my copy, and then oh. the one that's in the box was the one we found. Oh, okay. Okay. Well, shout out to B movie. I didn't. Know I mean, you I were watch a fan. it so often that I know eventually it's just not gonna work again. Are so you I serious? Have to, no, I mean I have watched it several times. It's like more than twice. More than twice. Oh damn. Yeah. Okay, you are a fan. Yeah. Well, that's my fact. It is weakness. <laughs> Jake likes B movies. Uh, yeah. I hey, you know what though? If we're t- if we're talking about like kids movies that we like thoroughly enjoy, uh, the one for me is Monster House. Have you yes. seen that one? Yes. There's a lot of good kids movies like that. Monster, Monster House, House is kind of like, also it's kind of scary if you yeah, were a kid, you know? That's a good one. Cat in the Hat. Do you remember that, the live action one? Yeah, no. Yes. <laughs> That's perfect. The Mike Myers one? Now I know why my parents loved that when I was a kid because they could watch it and they'd be like, okay, we could get some adult humor uh, yeah. and the kids aren't going to know. I wasn't feeling it. The I whole, the whole when he promotes, he promotes like a Disney island and he goes like, cha-ching. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> that was so fucking... Stupid. I don't know. I wasn't a big fan of that one, but the live action Grinch, I would, t- I like yes. a lot too. Yeah. There's some, there there's are, a lot of good kids movies. Oh, James and the Giant Peach, another one. I'm not familiar with that. Dude, that I'm one is, is crazy. If you, shout out to my James and the Giant Peach fans. I know y'all are out there, out there, but it's kind of a musical, and then it does like that claymation. Okay. It's I probably kid. like that because I fuck with like the Chicken Run movies and the and Wallace and Gromit. It's a lot like Jack and the Beanstalk, but instead of a beanstalk, this kid, uh, so he he lives with his aunts and they're typical just like awful people, and then they this guy comes and gives him these magic worms and they're like glow in the dark and then he kept them in a bag, the bag busts open, it goes into this peach that was this peach tree where his aunts are. The peach grows like to this a- astronomically big ass size, and then he ends up like they they end up like having people come to the house and like see this peach, and then he ends up somehow getting into the peach and I'm with so a bunch lost. of I know I know it's crazy with a bunch of bugs they all like go on this journey to get to New York. It pretty much is like a hot air balloon, but it's a peach, and then they live in the peach, and it's a it's a beautiful movie. I. <laughs> 
<laughs> Rick James go. said LSD is a hell of a drug. He really said that about cocaine, but so, who wrote that show? LSD and cocaine are crazy. Jesus. Shout out to drugs. Don't do it with kids. Yeah, that, that sounds like the, the fear of loathing in Las Vegas for kids movies. <laughs> That's probably why I like it so much. Yeah. Jeez. Now I want to review movies. Jeez, Rick. Jeez, <laughs> Rick. Jeez, Rick. I don't know if we should watch this. this. Yeah. And then I'm like, shut up, Jake. <laughs> uh, so R. Kelly uh, in the news twice for us. Uh, last night we were watching the fights and scrolling scroll through Twitter and I just uh, just crack up. It was reported last night that oh, there's medical reports that confirm that R. Kelly has herpes. Dude. Which is not funny. It's funny because all this stuff is just like coming out and it's, it's just burying He's, him. Basically, what's funny about it is R. Kelly's broke. He, yeah. he can't He's, read that well. He's been exposed. He's a pedophile and he also has herpes. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's just a piece of shit of a human being. Yeah. It just, it's stacking up for him. Yeah. Maybe it's good he can't read and he can't <laughs> read the headlines. He's still going like, what were my results from that STD test? Yeah. Man. I hope he didn't give any of those girls herpes. Do you remember the episode of The Office when Michael gets the negative, like the tests were negative at <laughs> Kevin's when he has the test for skin cancer? Maybe that's R. Kelly and they're telling him all these things and he's just thinking of the opposite. Like, he no, I'm go, innocent. He goes up, oh my God. Thank <laughs> the Lord. Thank God I'm innocent. <laughs> You're going to jail for 10 years. I'm getting out in 10 years. Yeah, jeez. All right. So not too much in the news. We want to talk about something complex. Uh, put out his complex rating of Travis's projects. Before you say the... Uh, we can do this pretty quick. You and I are, are really big Travis fans. Yeah. So what albums did they rank? So... Quavo... You want me to just read them? So yeah. they ranked Huncha Jack, Owl Pharaoh, Birds in the Trap, Rodeo, Astroworld... And Days Before Rodeo. Okay. Okay. So those those six. So all, all of his releases, essentially. So my order for that would probably go um, Quavo, Honcho, Honcho, Jack, Jack, Honcho, I mean, uh, Owl, Pharaoh, um, Astroworld, Birds in the Trap, Rodeo, Days Before Rodeo. Okay. Days Before Rodeo being number one. And, yeah. This is hard as fuck. For you, for you, I feel like because you like Al Farrell more than me, and yeah, you like I like birds in the trap. I like Al Farrell a lot. Um, shit, bro, I don't even know. What's your order? So, come on, just just do it. Dude. You have to commit. Um, what do you put in last? That's probably the easiest. Last would be Hunch Up Jack, just because it's inconsistent. It's okay. good, but it's inconsistent. Right. Um, above that, I would probably put. You'd put Rodeo. See that's it's so hard. But that's but that's your least favorite one. It's I would not say. my least favorite. Um, Astroworld's your least favorite. Well, out Quavo Hunter Jack is. Dude, I'm fucking lost. It's You're all lost. hard okay. because you got to ask me on the day. All right. Well, then I won't. I won't. Put, I, you'll have to give it to us another time then. But read off what uh, Complex is. Complex says six was Huncho Jack. Right. So I, I think I think that's probably a good consensus. That's unanimous with with most people. Al Faro five, which yeah. Al Faro probably be top three for me. Right. Not for me. But um, birds in the trap four, which yeah. is respectable. Uh, rodeo at three. That's crazy. Astro World at two, and Days Before Rodeo at one. Yeah, Days Before Rodeo to me is the most Travis Scott project. You know yeah. what I mean? It was. Uh, it's the full embodiment because right. there's elements like in the production of Al Farrell, and that's what I like the most from Al Farrell is the production. Mm -hmm. Then you have elements of Rodeo, obviously, okay. and not much of the 
like the Astro World where it's a lot of like ethereal singing. Right. Astro World Two was, it was a little bit, uh, a little bit too poppy at times. You know, I pre- I prefer more. I think that was his. I prefer the trap. Like as far as putting it, as far as putting an album in a like a perfect order, I think Astro World does it the best. As far as a full listen, start to finish. Okay. Astro World. Okay. Days Before Rodeo to me, I I don't really skip anything on there. Yeah, I can see that. Except for um, maybe that track. There's one. There's one that hasn't aged well. It was a Migos track. It's Migos and Pee Wee Longwood. Oh yeah. Um, Shit, I can't remember. Sloppy Toppy. Yeah, that's what it is. Yeah, it's that one is like an old like kind of Atlanta sound. It's yeah. not. It's not so. It's not so relevant nowadays. It's not. It has that, an age that. That's it's crazy because you really have to ask me on the day because all of his projects except for Huncho Jack, I'll I can listen you, to start to finish with no problem. Right. I t- I could almost tell you my favorite tracks even off of each project, yeah. but um, I'm not going to do that. Now, maybe that's a different podcast we need to do. Yeah. Go into more detail about this. Yeah. That's a good a tra- one. Travis episode. We'll stash it. We'll stash that. Yeah. That would be good. So, let's talk about Port of Miami, too. Yeah, let's do it. Oh, Bose. Uh, shout out to Rick Ross. He did 72,000 the first week, which, I mean, for Rick Ross, uh, for those of you who've been living under a rock, Rick Ross is head of Maybach Music Group. Uh, has some he's the boss he has meek mill he had meek mill wale staley um, staley whatever you pronounce staley yeah um, shelved gunplay shelved uh omarion yeah shelved (laughs) so it kind of like kind of like the young money group you know yeah a rap ensemble if you will they put out a couple of projects together i think maybach music volume one and two were really well received and then it kind of just fell off after that and then wale left the label i think didn't he i think he's still with him. he's still signed okay well either way they really are not acting as like a group anymore no but you know i don't think it they were really never doing stuff as a group outside of of those collabs they were they all kind of had their own different sound of but that's every music group well i think young money was really the embodiment of it's it's the army you know what i mean like young money army like yeah you only saw them together yeah you wouldn't see them doing solo stuff well and it also helps when the top three acts in all of radio are all on the same label yeah you know so i could see that and then there was always some rick ross and DJ Khaled and Birdman all are kind of friends, so they always did songs together. So we've Rick Ross has been in the know for a very long time, and he's always been on our radar. Eight studio albums, ten, 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 and and seven mixtapes. It's crazy. Seven mixtapes, that's insane. And every album of his is like twenty tracks. Yeah, there's not a short album except for um, uh, Teflon Don. Teflon Don, I think, is 12 or 14 tracks, yeah. maybe. Something like that. But uh, And even for today's standards, that's not <clears throat> short. Yeah, it's not short. So um, He's very similar to Pusha T for me, kind of how they're both... kind of They're both actors, we could say it. They're both kind of yeah. actors of what they're talking about. They yeah. just have a different sound, I think. Pusha T's, though, is, is like I said, he pushes it up to that. Yeah, Pusha T like, he pushes makes it, it to the Scarface yeah. level. And what I was saying to, to Jake is... Uh, Rick Ross, we all know Rick Ross is an act. He's portraying a character, just like a lot of people in music. If you're younger 
and you're just now listening to music, I'm sorry to burst your bubble. Yeah, Lil Pump is a character. Yeah, Lil Pump, Lil Pump is not... He's a, actually a caricature. He's yeah. a character. He's a caricature of... Uh, yeah, he's a caricature of what a rapper is. He's the embodiment of just everything negative um, in hip-hop. Uh, so is Lil Nas X, but I digress. Uh, Rick Ross was kind of in that same boat, where he was talking about pushing kilos of drugs to the face... Um, as he so eloquently put on this album. But uh, <laughs> he was always able to to put it in a way that was engaging, and uh, met, it met the very bare minimum of entertainment. Yeah, because we said it when we were listening through it together, that mm-hmm. it just, the songs that hit really hit, but the right. ones that didn't were just, eh. They were very, eh. And you said, like, it, it wouldn't really stick, but you said it was like DJ Khaled level of stupid stuff. That that was that Turnpike Ike where he's he has the girl talking back and forth to him. Yeah, the biggest. Yeah, yeah, the biggest. That that to me, that whole you're Would the you biggest boss right yeah. now, right? Yeah, like that is so. Does that not make you cringe? Yeah, that the, just that part took two points off the song immediately. It, the Riley Reed stick was too much because yeah, that's what it sounded like. It was way too much. It was this whole yeah, ass. And also, women nowadays just were kind of past that point of women being like side characters to men because of. People like Megan The Stallion, yeah. people like people like SZA, uh, Nicki Minaj, Lil Kim. I mean, I could go on and on and on. But there are too many big names in in rap now to really push this. She's she's my ride or die. Yeah, sitting by my side. You know, like in the drop top. Yeah, big ass. <laughs> Did that big not ass. sound like a Rick Ross song? Yeah, by the way, the big ass boss. <laughs> it's so. It's a little cringy and overdone. But then you have songs where I think he plays the shtick up right. Well, see, that part, that song, that uh, that Riley Reid shit, yeah. it's not really her, but that's who it reminded <laughs> me of. The production on that song is fire. It is classic Ross, but that one thing just sticks out and it makes the song, it, it draws it down. Would you say that it's fire production at this point, though? Or is it just Rick Ross sticking to the luxurious Look, keys and, and drums and... It's very, it's very just. If Rick Ross was a fighter, he would be called Rick the Butter Ross because he's so fucking smooth. <laughs> it's always fire. I could listen to all fourteen tracks of that. Yeah. Well, that's what I think. Uh, rather you than me was. Yeah. It was very much. It was a lot more keys. It was very low key. There was some. Uh, there was some energetic moments, but nothing really jumped out at me. But the songs that I love the most on this album are "Act a Fool." And big time. Wale kills Act yeah, Fool. Act Fool and Big Time, and that really shows the chemistry that Wale and Rick Ross have together. But Big Time has the Just Blaze beat. Yeah. And also Swiss Beats <laughs> yeah. jumping on in the beginning was really funny. How rich how rich are you to to pay to have Swiss Beat talk on your track? Yeah, your that budget you paid for from Just Blaze. His budget is ridiculous. Yeah, a like, Just Blaze beat probably costs more than all my possessions combined. <laughs> It'd be pretty. It, yeah, it's. I'm sure it's fifty thousand. Oh my ass is liquidated for a just blaze beat. <laughs> just blaze. <laughs> ah man, because I, I was like Jesus. I don't, if this when he said Swiss beats talking over a just blaze track, I said God, I am not down to hear. Swiss You're not beats. a big Swiss beats fan. Production, I'm, I'm fine with, but him screaming over a beat is yeah. offensive to me. <laughs> offensive. I'm not, I'm not trying to, to put anybody down. I don't, I don't want to push this narrative, 
But how in the world he got Alicia Keys is Beyonce. <laughs> it hurts me knowing you're that attacking. they're together. You're attacking his, his physical traits. We're not going no, 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 I'm not. He I, looks like the Marlboro Camel. You <laughs> didn't say that. I did. He does look like the Marlboro Camel. Does, yeah. We we can't agree on that. And does Alicia Keys have odd taste in men? Absolutely. Does that make me feel like that I could bet one day bag a girl who looks like Alicia Keys? Yes. Does that give me hope? Yes. Does Swiss Beats look like the Marlboro Camel? Yes. Yes. <laughs> now we move on. <laughs> it's just it, it pains me to go on knowing that they're together. That's like that's like what I think of um of the fact that uh what's her name? She she did that movie with Just Friends with Justin Timberlake and she was on that 70s show. Oh Mila, Mila Kunis. Kunis. Yeah. The fact that Mila Kunis is married and she has children. Every day, Ashton Kutcher. Every day, do get a little sad. You have, you have to give it to that pair. Though. The fact that, that they're together. Yeah. I mean, it still makes me sad. Okay. I want, I want that to be me. Okay. <laughs> I see that. You know. Um. So moving on from big time. Yeah. What did you think of Bogus Charms with Meek Mill? Bogus Charms that made my uh, best best tracks list. There wasn't that many best tracks on here. I'm going to keep it honest with you. So I was trying to save it to the end, but. Uh, Bogus Charms was really good. I like the concept of that song, the whole like, you know, everything that glitters isn't gold type yeah. of thing. Meek Mill's features really good. He's, he's not starting... mixed lately with the features. Yeah, no, he's he's not missing and also I like that he's recording in the room next door and they just yeah. kind of put the mic like next to the wall because now he sounds like a regular human being yeah. and that's we can what let I, go of that. That's <laughs> what I asked you. I said, has he really stopped screaming or do they just push the mic away from him a little bit? Dude, they just turn it all the way down when Meek Mill's on the track. No. However, it's it's Meek Mill. I think kind of steals the track from Rick Ross on Bogus Charms. He actually just is out yelling on the streets of Philly, <laughs> and they record him in New York. He ran through my old hood. What he does is he screams in a box, and then he just closes it, sit, seals it, and then like when they get to the studio, they go, "Guys, like we got the, Meek Mill's feature," and then it just all the screams. Like the Howler letters on Harry Potter. <laughs> Mr. Potter, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But then it's just like all the Meek Mill vocals just come out the box, yeah. and then the, and then they just record that. No, out. I'm encouraged by what we're getting from Meek Mill. Meek Mill is kind of he's another artist where I would prefer the features, and I'm not really. I've never been in love with the Meek Mill album. No, even Dreams Dreams worth more than money. Is that what it yeah. was? Dreams before yeah something. with the with the handcuffs. the intro yeah yeah yeah, yeah. I have to that had the I have to look that up though that was so disrespectful that one had the big Drake song on it didn't it no no that was this was oh, I thought it was before the beef no no that yeah, song were, was before the good beef days. but it was a different those were good days dreams and nightmares and oh no that was yeah dreams and nightmares was the album and then that intro on that was really good and even on wins and losses um I'm trying to see here. Yeah, there wasn't any like big songs on here yeah. that I enjoyed. The one that you're talking about is Dreams Worth More Than Money. That's right. That's the one that has uh, Rico on it, which Rico's a strong Yeah, track. it was. Um, no, but yeah. but you're right. I, I'm the same way with Meek Mill. There's not an album that I'm like, damn, I really like that album. Yeah, but no. he has some really strong features. Mm-hmm. So I really enjoyed that. It also kind but of breaks up the Rick Ross. With him being out of jail now and... Talking, I mean, working with with prison reform. I think now on his album he may have something to talk about. So this may be an album that you can say, okay, I I, I can go back to this album. So I am encouraged for the release. He can't help but go back to like his Rolexes and his Wraith, though. You know, we'll see. I think some. I I hope you're right. Maybe maybe he will, but 
I'm kind of iffy. It's like when 21 Savage said, like, I invest in houses now, and it's like, but you're still talking about killing people. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know? wear jewelry. Yeah. But I still got the stick. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 21. You don't wear jewelry because you got the stick on. Yeah. You know? So, I don't know how much that'll necessarily... His prison reform and his rap career, I think, are a little separate still. Yeah. Let's talk about some of the uh, the miss. I wouldn't say misses, but the worst some of the tracks. some of the yeah some of the letdowns. Yeah, let's do um, the white lines with with Dejlove. How do you feel about her as an artist? I think she's talented. In, in, she's got a good voice. I'm really just kind of confused about where her career went. Yeah. Because when she came out, she was on Hot 97. She was doing Summer Jam. She had Try Me. She had well. She had that whole. Uh, she was dating. Uh, what's his name? From Lil something? No, no. Young something? Lil Durk. Lil, Lil, Durk. Lil Durk? Yeah. She was dating Lil Durk for a while, so there was that whole Chicago... Like, they were like gangles, yeah. kind of. Like, she's a crip and I'm a blood, yeah. but we make she's it She's from Detroit. Yeah, she's from Detroit. So there was that going on. Uh, and then she kind of disappeared. Yeah. But she always had... I, I think what happened was A Boogie came in. And kind of took her yeah. sound a little bit, and I'm yeah, not saying that to be. I don't to think it's a bite, but yeah, I think probably some of that fan base. Listen to kind Drowning of struck at the right time. If yeah. you listen to yeah, Drowning, yeah. I, that's an older song. I don't know if people, some people may have heard it. It was that's a song with Kodak Black, like. right? It was a single, and I think uh, he definitely sounds like Dej Lop. A lot of his, a lot of his inflections. Yeah, she could have very. And well also, done he's that song. on, he's on this album as well. Yeah. That's another reason why I point that out. No, she just. I don't know if it was the feature that she gave Rick Ross or the way Rick Ross utilized it, but they layered her vocals behind his, and she was going while she he sounds was going. drowned out too. Yeah. Like you, it's not even like oh, she you can appreciate her singing because she does have decent singing. She does. It's just buried. Right. It is buried, and th- that was one of my worst tracks on the album. Yeah, I didn't really care too much for that one. The first three songs had me encouraged because I was like, okay, the Turnpike Ike, like it was cringy the first time, but I was like, yeah. okay, this is Rick Ross. What, what, the, what more do we expect? The Gunplay track, I, I did not like yeah. after we listened to it. I don't really know what to expect from Gunplay because we haven't really heard much modern music from him. But you said he kind of sounded like Rick Ross, light. Yeah, it was too much. Like it was like Rick Ross doing an impression of himself on the track, and it kind of made me not wanna listen to it. Fascinated was Boof. That was the minute the song that's five minutes and 30 seconds long. There's how many five-minute five minute tracks are there on there? Because um, there's two, I think. Three, yeah. and then there's... Too many. Yeah, there's a bunch in the fours. Hey, you're only allowed two five-minute tracks. The only one that worked with the length was Vegas Residency. Right. I agreed with you. I thought that was a good That's track. That's where he calls out Kanye a little bit. Right. It was tasteful. He does. And it, it, I mean, it was nowhere when I say called out. It wasn't like what he did He to didn't Birdman. attack him. Yeah, he didn't he attack didn't him. He, like attacked, piece he attacked Birdman. Right. He just ready. doesn't agree with the fact that he's kind of going on the maggot train right yeah. now. So, I was okay with that. And also, I like the title of that song. I thought it was just very clever because Rick Ross is in that sort of period of his career, I would say, where he could do a residency in Vegas, you know. He has yeah. a long catalog. and This is kind of, this is kind of uh, just a theme after you pointed that out, kind of how he's on like the, the back end. So he's yeah. got the song Vegas Residency, then Maybach Music, which is, how many of those has he made now? Yeah. Then with Gold Roses. like Maybach Music it, 6. Yeah. So. Could he, you think Rick Ross could retire off this album? Because there's a lot of elements of all of his catalog yeah. in this this album. The thing about this album is, while it's not incredible, it's also not a miss, I would say. Even the tracks that I didn't like, 
it was just you know they weren't they weren't for me. But I mean, there's there's some misses on here. But yeah. every Rick Ross album is kind of hit or miss. So Has had misses. I would say it's on par with everything else. It, that's that's could, how I felt. You, it definitely could be his last album, and I wouldn't be mad at him. I wouldn't either, because you know he could come out with some. Any Rick Ross feature after Rick Ross retirement, you know, is gonna be hot. Right, he could do like Andre 3000, where he comes like once easy, or twice a year. Easy. No, no, no. I'm not saying caliber. I'm just saying like where he comes out once or yeah. twice a year and is like, "Hey, what's up?" And then he goes yeah. back in the shadows. I just think he's a workhorse, though. He, I don't know if he'll want to retire. I don't know. He isn't. He's doing other things now too. I mean, he's got Bel Air, and he's got uh, Checkers. Yeah. So. My check is the move. <laughs> that was a line. What I can't remember what album or what song that was on. You know what? That reminded me of um, that. We need to roast one more song. Uh, rich, rich lifestyle. That's what I have to call it. Rich N word lifestyle. Yeah. So um, I'm pretty sure that was the song where he says that we need to get the school, the school uh, district buildings oh, no. with books. I think that was running the streets. Oh, was it running the streets? Yeah, but he has a line where. <laughs> The way he said it just sounded so unintelligent. <laughs> and he has the line, have my team illiterate. We can still get a brick on a line of credit, huh? <laughs> That's so terrible. That was, I was also telling Jake that that could personify uh, Rick Ross's money, like mismanagement. Like if he, if we go, Rick Ross lost all his money, you're like, well, he did admit that half of his team was illiterate. Yeah. So he was signing a lot of contracts. Yeah. You know, uh, I'm, I'm pretty much done talking about this one. You, well, let's talk about you. You had one point when we were listening to the album together where you said uh, when he went like full mob boss, that's mm-hmm. when it was hitting. But then when he was just, it's almost like he's kind of, I don't want to use the word jerking off. He's like, half assing it. Yeah. Yeah. So that, that was the main thing here. If you're going to play up the character, play it upright. Pusha T always makes it sound like he was meeting with governments and selling off bricks of cocaine. No. He, and he never. Uh, he never veers from that, and he never shows any remorse. He never goes like, "I feel bad for the decisions I made." He's just cutthroat, dark all the time, drug raps, and it works. Yeah. Rick Ross, unfortunately, tries to make it seem like he is this this Rick Ross who who is named after a legit drug dealer. Diamonds in a mouth, diamonds in a no. He says diamonds, diamonds in a pussy. Yeah, yeah, this was terrible. He said diamonds, diamonds in a mouth. Dummies on my dick. Yeah, that was stupid as shit. That's it was that's exactly what we're talking about. Yeah, well, but that was kind of corny. That was very corny. That's what I'm saying. Corny. When he, no, I the like, boss stuff is great. I like it. Yeah, I like it more when he's just like when he's just being very cold and calculated, like on Big Time or yeah. on on um on the first track. He even has that line on the one with with, with gunplay, um, the nobody's favorite. He has the line about. My house is on the river. My new house is on the river. Right. And I didn't even catch it until you were here. And you and you said, better yet, that's a yacht. Mm-hmm. And I'm over here clowning. My house is on the river. My house <laughs> is on the river. He says, my house is on the river like 307 right. times. And then he says, I got a new boat. Better yet, it's a yacht. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I do appreciate the flexing at times. And it's an end. Like that was a good flex. Yeah, when he goes all out with it, it's a good flex. But when, when he's half-assing it or he's trying to... Appealed to this this persona of he has a ride or die chick with him. I'm not into that. Yeah, and I'm when you when that. you have a bar that's check your circumference, you can't come with a corny bar after that. Like yeah. obviously you've shown full potential. Yeah, now. yeah, he he can definitely he can definitely spit at times, 
And Rick Ross is known to be clever, but uh, really Rick Ross always is in his element. When... Can, I, can I use the Tropic Thunder reference on this? Uh, no, let's just no. stay away from that movie. Let's just stay away from <laughs> But Rick Ross, I think you could agree here that Rick Ross is at his best on songs like Ashton Martin Music, yeah. um, Act a Fool, Dice Pineapples. Dice Pineapples. Anything either really trap influenced, oh, like John Legend. Yeah. Um, the John, he did the song yeah, with John. John that's what and then um, that was actually his the track. The DJ Khaled track, too. Mm-hmm. Do you remember that one? When Rick Ross came, or when Lil Wayne came back from jail, they did a song together. Yeah. And um, so if it's either, if it's luxurious or if it's just going hard beat wise, it works. Other than that, it's kind of difficult. Yeah. This is his worst album still today. Mastermind? Yes. You don't like Mastermind? Yeah, no. That Come cover on. art too kind of trips me out. I kind of like it. That's the one with Devil is a Lie. Um... Bitch, I'm the truth. <laughs> Devil is a Lie is a good track too. What are you, what are you rating this album? I gave it a seven. Um, that is so high. Well, that's because the ones that missed, like it when wasn't you're that bad. At, they weren't that bad. I was just like, damn, I, this isn't the Rick Ross I want. But yeah. then we started talking about it, and we're saying like, hey, this. But this is oh, what was the song? The A Boogie song. You were like, this sounds like an old song. Right. And you getting kind of like nostalgia Ross because he had some of these elements in previous albums. Right. But the only ones that got, I'll, I'll find the ones that were. Really bad. White Lines got a four. I think that was the lowest rated track. Mm-hmm. Turnpike Ike got a six. Would have got an eight if he didn't have the. You know, that Vegas. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but he had some of the tracks that scored high, scored high. Like right. Big Time was a nine. Bogus Charms was a nine. Okay. Um, Maybach Music Six was a nine. Wayne's too high for that track. <clears throat> Wayne's Feature? You didn't like Wayne's, Wayne's Feature? Wayne's Feature was good. His, it was good. It just. I don't know. Rick Ross was kind of boring on that one. Yeah, I mean, in the, it's just like some of the other stuff. There's little, just little things that held it back for me, like A Boogie's feature on the Denzel. Like Denzel Curry's verse was very good. Right. But I'm not going to go back and listen because I'm going to have to listen to Rick Ross and A Boogie first. Yeah. I got you. So you gave it a seven. I I would give it... I, I'd probably give this one a five. Uh, I can't I can't give it less because it's not overtly offensive, but I can't give it more. Well, five is like middle of the road. Like yeah, you yeah, did, you did what you you did. I liked I like I really liked three tracks out of the whole thing. Um, my least favorite tracks were really White Lines, Fascinated, and Gold Roses. Yeah. Just because I expected a lot more from a Drake feature because of songs like Dice Pineapples and No New Friends. Yeah. So I've heard better from them. So that's what yeah. that's all I got. It to actually say. got a six point six six. 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 So Rick Ross Illuminati. <laughs> Confirmed. Yeah. Confirmed. If, if highlights, if you want to suggest it to somebody, consistent, I think, for the most part. Production was grandiose, as usual. I mean, you, you, I don't think we've ever heard a Rick Ross album and had a bad note about the production. No, no. I, would, I said the strengths are the luxurious beats, um, definitely some good features, and just a and, few nostalgic moments that worked. But the thing they had going against it was... Kind of lyrics. samey at times, cringy lyrics, and um, it it runs like I mean a, a six minute song is just it's too much. I I don't want to hear that, yeah. and most people don't. Yeah, this isn't the eighties. You remember eighties music had like six seven minute like Freebird. Yeah, like hey, you want to hear a fourteen minute song and everybody in the eighties were like, fuck yeah, we got nothing going on. Yeah, we're stoned <laughs> as shit. <laughs> in the eighties, dude, people had nothing going on. They're like, they're like, you want to stand here and watch this dude lick his guitar for seven minutes? 
Fuck yeah, I don't have anything to do. Air- milk cost a dollar. I'm fine. Yeah, gas was water back then. Yeah, exactly. exactly. We come back, we're going to tell you about the drip. Let's do it. And then we're going to talk about Young Thug. So much fun. Six. Six. We'll see you. Hey, everybody. Thanks for tuning in to Hooks, Lines, and Hip Hop. We really appreciate the support. If you are listening on an Apple device, please rate and review the episode. This helps us grow. It also shows us how we can better serve you guys. Also, don't forget that we are on Twitter and Instagram at HLHPO. Hit us up with questions, comments, even criticism. Once again, that's HLHPO. Enjoy the episode. And we're back. Oh, Oh, dude, you you stole my thunder, motherfucker. (laughs) Here. (laughs) Cut. That slap was supposed to be like the beginning. That was the clacker. Hot-ass beat slap. Yeah. No, dude, that's okay. We're back. Okay. It doesn't feel the same. No. Even if we were to cut it, we would know we, we'd not. We'd know it was a lie. I would have messed up. We'd know it was a lie. What you rocking today? Bro, you know, today is uh You know, I feel like, guys, what I actually have is a uniform. Not only when I go to work, but in my personal life. Because it's literally khaki shorts... T-shirt, insert hype beast sneaker here, or hat, or hat, both. Yeah. So I got the Yeezy Vantas on. I got my my fucking Supreme hat that we all know and love, and I have a my work shirt on right now. Jake, you're a little more drippy today. Yeah. Why don't you talk about it? Oh, I'm Scott Storch in the studio. I'm here with sunglasses. You did. On. I did see like a mountain of cocaine, and, <laughs> and he was just recording beats. Yep. There was no cocaine in the studio because I'm just playing. Yep. But if you know Scott Storch, yeah, you know there's, there's cocaine in his studio. <laughs> yep. And and platinum plaques from 2005. Yeah. Earlier. Yeah. I think like 2005. He's done some stuff. He worked with Trippy Red. That Trippy Red song, TR66, is yeah. actually and one of he's, my favorites. He's got a production on credit on So Much Fun. Which if we'll you get want into. good keys, you go to Scott Storch. Yeah. He's so still got it. I've got on some sunglasses, black, got on a. That Mario Kart shirt is kind of fresh with some green khakis, like some olive green khakis. And the multicolored Ultra Boost. I like I fuck with those. And it's not the new Ultra Boost, which I like. Yeah. Oh, also, I did pull out the Sandy Cheeks and get a look at them. They're kind of fire. When I saw that. You pull out the Squidwards? No, those are underneath them. Oh, okay. Yeah. Why didn't they do uh, SpongeBob and Patrick theme? Like boxes. They too. did for SpongeBob's, but I don't think they did for the rest of them. That's shitty. That's kind of lazy on the marketing end. Well, I, I don't know. Those were a little bit cheaper. I think the SpongeBob ones were a little bit more expensive. Did they sell out pretty quick? Yeah, five minutes, I think. Oh. I would have liked to see like bikini bottom boxes or something like that. Yeah. They, the one I saw in Flight Club did this, have a bikini bottom box. Okay. To, for me, this the I like the Squidward ones. And, bikini bottom but the, box. Martini I think the Sandy ones hit my. They hit my you like fancy. That? Those yeah. are my favorites. I like the fur on the, the tongue. There's like some white fur on the tongue. It's got the nut on the heel. It's pretty cool. Nut on the heel. Acorn. Yep. It was. It's really cool. She's I, a squirrel. I think it's a good, it's a pretty like wholesome collab. And it yeah. didn't feel like a money grab and it sold out. So that really worked. So shout out Better to Better than the Friends collab. Obviously a little more thought. But yeah, we've talked about that. Gra- hold just, on. While we're talking about it, grab the Squidwards out of the, the gray box. Okay. They have. This is the coolest. You, you can you can unplug no, if you can't reach it. Can, can um, anyway, 
the the Squidward ones had some unique features because Squidward's kind of plain in the TV show. Like right. he's there's not much to him. We're doing but look at the one. look at the check the Nike check on the, the Squidwards. They've got oh, like yeah. water droplets on them. Right. That is so hard to me. Like the shoes literally look like they just came out of the water. I do. I love the bottom on these too. It's like it's like a blue on the outer on on the outside and then that purple. It's really cool. There's just, there was a lot more detail put in the shoe than the Friends collab, which I appreciated. The Nickelodeon logo is not like my favorite. Like I kind of wish that wasn't on there. That's the only. I kind of like it. Well, you can't. I mean, you can't really. It's not going to show. No one's going to see away. it. Yeah. Yeah. I. I just for me. Like the back I mean? where it says Nike is in like the SpongeBob font. The, that's really cool. Yeah. It's a very, very nice collab. On the very, inside of the tongue, which, which is on that one? There's a clarinet on one of the other shoes. I don't know which one that one is, but it's like a. It's just got Squidward and cursive on it. Yeah, the other one has his clarinet, like the other shoe. Yeah. Tongue has oh, the okay. clarinet. So a lot of and a lot of the, cool details. The insoles really cool. Because yeah, you have, have different faces. Have Squidward's face on it. Mr. Krabs one would have been one that I would have wanted to get to. Hakeem's all about them red shoes. Yeah, red and black shoes, I guess I just they just hit me different. Um, you just set them back there. We'll, yeah, we'll yeah. box them back up. Yeah, I, that's not a shoe. I don't, I'm not going to wear that a that's lot. That's a cool shoe. I, just, I like SpongeBob, and Squidward's probably my favorite character. I think that's a good summer shoe. Like, if you're yeah, on I the cruise, you need to pull that out for the cruise. Yeah. You know? So, shout out to that. It's a cool collab. Um... Is, there's some new 700s that I saw that were coming out that I enjoyed. Yeah, you're sleeping on them too. Uh, anything on sneakers dropping that you're excited for? No, not really. No? No. Um, the PSG Low 1s were pretty cool. I saw cool. that, yeah. I, I saw you right there. Maybe so. Those black toe women's were really cool, but they did a drawing. Oh, are these out? They sold out. Yeah. I'm so sad. Yeah, that, that sold out in a minute, bro. You those the those UNC blue ones? ones? Yeah. yeah. These are kind of sick. Court Light 2 sales. These are kind of cool. Very minimal. I'm not about sneakers all the time. Sometimes they've got some odd stuff on there. Yeah, I feel you. And some a lot of the stuff doesn't sell out. The app is buggy. The as app are, is terrible. As are most sneaker oh, purchasing they're venues. So, they're so terrible and depressing. Shout out to the PSGs. Still, still not, not sold, sold out. out. Almost yeah, all the all the SpongeBob collabs sold out. Yeah, beautiful. I, I was happy to get those. Did you like these schematics? I can't believe no. these sold out. These are ugly. Who bought those? Hypebeast. But what is? I thought the they were gonna them? sell. These are kind of cool. The AF ones. I kind of wish that they're vandalized. It's a black shoe with a. It's almost just like a gold back, which I enjoy. Yeah, that yellow and black sky. It's so cool. Yeah. The women's uh, shoes on sneakers have been really crazy lately. Yeah, which uh, it, that sucks for you because you can't get any. No, no. I'm right at the range. I have to get like the biggest size I make. You, women's you 13, I think. These coming to Americas are really cool. If I played basketball, I'd want to play in Giannis's shoe for sure. Oh, they were kind of plain when I looked at them. It just looked like a typical basketball shoe. Guess what, though? It's a black shoe. <laughs> True. So for me. Why don't you just wear socks everywhere? <laughs> that would be lit too. <clears throat> those Balenciaga socks? Fuck those I'd shoes. I'd get those. I would wear those. Just because the they're really simple. Runners. Yeah, the runners. I, I I enjoy some of the um, the undercover stuff, but it looks too much like a Sonic shoe. Like it doesn't look real. I wanted these. The sh the shocks. BB Stop Ford. capping. I'm not lying, dude. It reminded me of the Jordan. I'm really popping. <laughs> He's looking, at a pair, he's looking at a pair of high shocks for yeah. those of you who are not in the studio. I enjoy these. 
I enjoy these. I wish I could have gotten them. I'm sad uh, for you right now. I know. I know. I like the ugly shoes, though. That's what I like about it. It's so ugly, it's it's cute. And these tinkers, whenever they go on sale, oh, the, the all, me. Yeah. all me. Yeah. All me. But I'm not paying 200 for them. That's all me. If you pay 200 for those, you're That's goof. All me. all me for real. Thank you, Jake, for just pulling throwbacks out of your ass. Yeah. <laughs> I appreciate it. I got that knowledge. Let's talk about Young Thug. Let's do it. Let's do so it. much fun. Formerly known as Gold Mouth Dog. Thank God he changed it. <laughs> I don't know what Gold Mouth Dog would have sounded like, but so much fun definitely uh, fits. Right, I gotta take the sunglasses off. Are you not feeling Start it? To fall asleep. Come on, Scott. Yeah. Nah. Maybe I need to bump one of those non-existent lines. When <laughs> so Young Thug, so much fun. Came out on his birthday. Yeah. Happy Happy birthday. That's to gotta young be thug. a whole like vibe of a day. <clears throat> yeah. I'm sure he had a lot of sex. Well, that's his name. Lit man. Yeah. Huh? Yeah, he tried to leave. He was, wanting to, he was wanting to legally change his name to Sex. That's why. That's why I said that in our right. intro. Yeah, yeah I remember. Crazy ass man. I, I thought he was gonna put out an album under Sex, like he did. That was Jeffrey. the one that we were talking about. Right. Last, we couldn't remember the name of the song or the name of the album. We were talking about what was the one we were all hyped up about, and neither of us could remember. It, it was Sex. That was uh, the album that was supposed. No, to No, there out was one did. before that. The debut album after um, High Music or something like no. that. I I thought it was Sex. High Tunes. I yeah, think it was yeah, iTunes. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, that's the one I was talking about. He said that was going to be his debut album. Well, probably because somebody said, look, bro, we can't coast off a of stoner. Like, stoner was a hit, but you, <laughs> you can't make a full album of yeah. that, please. Yeah, but that was the one I was talking about, yeah. iTunes. So we got so much fun. Before that, Young Thug had been dropping. He had two collab projects. I believe with his uh, with his lit with his label. Yeah, he had that he had little this... EP that had uh, little Uzi, the Nicki Minaj track. I take Miley. Right. Go up. And but he did, and then he put out the the collaborative album Slime Language. Yep. Not not great. That's a miss. <clears throat> yeah, definitely. The the EP you enjoyed though that that mini EP that he put out. I, I like the Nicki song and the Uzi song. So yeah. two out of the, the six that came out. It's not bad. The thing that the last thing of. Thugs that I really liked was Beautiful Thugger Girls. And I know I'm a minority on that. Yeah, you are. I think you're actually the only person. <laughs> no, there's it's, it's got no, some, there's some fans. Claims. There's moments on it. it. It just, to me, is is weak. I like that he stuck with the whole <clears throat> theme. Like he, It would have been easy to do You were all about track. the guitars, too. I yeah. think you just like the you like the more country side of it. which is I like the real Lil Nas X. I respect the first what? Lil Nas X. Who? No, I'm, I'm saying like the young thug, like the country. You know, yeah, yeah, but who though? Yeah. Who was the other guy you said? I don't remember. Nas, I love Nas. And yeah. XXX Tentacion. And great. all the Lils. We like all the Lils. <laughs> we like all the Lils. Uh, yeah, where were we talking about that? I fucking forgot. We were talking about um, how Young Thug used Lil Nas X sound yeah. on Beautiful Thugger Girls. Yeah, he was going, he was going a little country. Yeah. The last album I really enjoyed from Young Thug was Jeffrey. I think it's, other than Barter 6, I think Jeffrey's his best album. Today, yeah, by far. See, he's got those those three to me are like kind of like we were talking about Travis's. Like, if you ask me on the right day, I may say Barter Six is the best Young Thug release. You catch me on the right day, I may say that Beautiful Thugger Girls because I can listen to that album start to finish. Right. Same thing with Jeffrey. You just got to catch me on the day, really. For me, it's um, the Slime Language tapes are really good. Yeah. Particularly the second one, Slime Language Two is really good. That's one with um, Power and Best Friend. Yep. Yeah. 
Power is one of my favorite young Tom songs. And Best Friend is on... I think that one's on the first one. Yeah, because the second one had digits. The second one had the song with Trouble... No, no, that was the third one. The third one was Digits. The second one had the song with uh, Trouble on it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I can't remember the name of it, but... uh, He he is a studio rat. Trouble? No, I'm talking about Young Thug. Thug. He has so much music. I I think the thing is, Young Thug is very formulaic, so he's able to come up with a song... Within, he said he finished a check in 15 minutes. Something like that. Something crazy like that. So, Young Thug's very much a natural. His, the main thing we love about Young Thug, and everybody's attracted to Young Thug, is his delivery, his originality. His lyrics are sometimes really off the wall, where he talks about fucking your father. (laughs) Um, He might, he might talk about, he might talk about fucking the crew. He might talk about how he had to wear a dress because he was hiding the tool. So this is this is the the mind that we are yeah, talking I mean, about. On surf, the six track with Gunna, he said she's so tight, had to finger her with a stick. That's that's so how bad fun. the lyrics can get sometimes. It's it's not bad. I think it's just more so no, to elicit bad. that shock reaction, though. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like it's bad, be- but you're like, what the fuck? Like I would and never say. That. A lot of people would probably just go right by it because Young Thug is kind of similar to Rick Ross. His vocals can come off so smooth, and you know, and sometimes he's a little incoherent. People aren't listening just, sometimes. I think. Yeah, it's just it's he he's a vibe artist a lot of times to some people. The I want to talk about this. People, when you asked people, hey, did you listen to Barter Six? Oh no, it's trash. I bought the album, and I and I, um, me and my friends were all hanging out. We were studying, and I just played it in the background, and people were like, dude, what what is this album? It's amazing. And they really just enjoyed it as it really is good in the background. It's something that you can have going. Yeah. Uh, the the production is always pretty good. Uh, Young Thug the definitely... The only flaw is the two Too Many Birdman songs. <laughs> That's the only thing on Barter The fact that somebody really listens to like a whole Birdman album and they're no past one. the age of 14 is sad. There's no one that does that. There's somebody... Somebody. You said it right. There's yes. somebody. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, you're right. The Birdman features were kind of whack. But it is this. Sometimes people would just hate on Young Thug to hate on him, but really his melody attracts you to to Young Thug. You yeah. don't even have to necessarily listen to what he's saying. Uh, Young Thug's voice is very much the instrument, and the oh, beat is almost absolutely. secondary. And the I beat's think, almost secondary, and that's why that's he hard. gets noticed because a lot of people, a lot of like really knowledgeable hip hop fans, will say, "No, Young Thug is really trash. Like he's ass." Right. But you have people like Kanye that that are fucking with Young Thug. You have people like J Cole that are fucking with Young Thug, mm-hmm. and even J Cole said, "Go and read what he's saying when he's rapping. It is incredible that he can say all that in with, that amount of time." Yeah. And- so. He's very individual, and I think that's kind of what gives him that negative connotation Right. sometimes. The issue is, even though Young Thug is original, and he has his moments, and he even has some albums that I would say are, are very good, uh, he runs into this issue of quantity over quality. Yeah, this especially album, on this. This album is, is, is not... I wouldn't say it's plagued with that, but I would say that there's a lot of fat on this album. But what I will appreciate is I think it was going for a playlist kind of vibe. The fact that there's 20 tracks on here, 19. So 19 tracks on here. Uh, we've we've talked about this a million times on this podcast. But if you're going for that, if you're hitting into that 19 to 25 uh, track territory, 
chances are you're not really trimming any of the fat. Yep. Everything you recorded made it onto the album. Now, with an artist like Young Thug, I'm sure he had over 100 songs recorded. Yeah. But So maybe this is trimming the fat, but there's, there, there are just a lot of dead moments on here where I either felt like there wasn't much going on or the Supmate. track was just like terrible. Supmate is a good yeah, example of that. We could go into that. I mean, Supmate. Supmate. Future and Young Thug, I don't understand. On paper... Is is a dream matchup. When we were, to, I, I texted you when we were talking about this, and I said to me, in my opinion, they've not had a bop since Chanel Vintage. To me, right, right. and that's that's just my opinion. And they even had a whole project together, and there's only one song I think off of that project that people go back to. I haven't gone back to any of it. No, me either. But yeah. um, I'm gonna pull that up actually. I w- and I mean, I didn't expect a lot because I, I mean, obviously, if you did a whole album that didn't hit, what? Why is right. this song gonna hit different? Like it, it didn't. It didn't resonate to me like okay, this is gonna be, this is gonna be good. So I wasn't shocked when it was bad, but the beginning just really sets the tone for how lazy the song's gonna be. Yeah, because yeah. it's just got future saying suck, right? Yeah, this and, suck, and also right? he really is not trying on no. the track at all. Neither one of them is. I don't understand the critical acclaim that his new album got. Like there were a lot of people talking about that album and picking tracks. That shit was boof. I didn't think it was boof. I just thought I definitely have some highlights on there. What I will say is it was the better future release in a long time. He had two out. Beast Mode 2, the fact that that didn't live up to the hype kind of broke my heart a little bit because that mixtape is my, it's one hard, of my it's favorites. It's hard to do sequel albums. Right. Which Port of Miami 2 is kind of an example of yeah. that. But, but Beast Mode 2 was a bit of a miss. He had another project that was a bit of a miss. And then other than that, we've just been hearing you got to do them together. That's why, that's why the Slime Language or Slime Season ones were all... Good because he recorded them all in that one year, right, right, and they all came out. When you sit, I mean, Port of Miami one to two was a decade. It was new too, dude. Like yeah. nobody, they they were building their careers up, so it's it's hard now. You you've you've been doing the same sound essentially since 2014. Yeah, Future even longer because people don't think about the fact that Future's been in the game since 2010. Yeah, almost almost a decade of Future in the game. And while he's... <laughs> yeah, he had that Sierra phase. Yeah. Then he broke up with her. Then he had the monster. Just amazing mixtape run. Dirty Sprite 2 kind of solidified him. And then he kind of coasted after that. Yeah. Uh, there was there were still a few more projects like, after yeah, that that were pretty good. Evil was nothing. Was yeah, okay. nothing lived up to Dirty Sprite 2. No, but Evil he I actually like. Yeah, I like that one a lot. Yeah. Um but no, like on but paper, back to that. on paper, on paper, paper sounds, this was sound good. good. But no, but, but it just doesn't work for them. Um, that was definitely a low spot. Little baby, the the track "Little Baby" was kind of a low spot. Um, that's where he a remix. Yeah, he interpolated futures first off mm-hmm. uh, with with Travis on one of the albums this year. What was his album? Because he, he's had that was this year. Yeah, I don't yeah, really I don't remember what it's called. Um, we reviewed it. Go check that episode out. But I don't remember what it's called. Right. Um, that was definitely a low spot. The little Uzi Vert feature was kind of eh. a bit disappointing. It did sound. I, I don't want to say it sounded old. It just there, there, there. That's another one that I expect more from. Those I'm two. scared with Twenty One Savage. That was the letdown. The beat just didn't. You you said it. I said this beat doesn't suit Twenty One Savage, and Hakeem says this beat doesn't (laughs) suit anybody. Anybody. It was very lackluster. It was very boring. It just felt like it. It felt like Fifty Cent or um, what's his name? Not the other. One of the other G Unit rappers should have been on a track like that to me more so than Um, his song Pussy. Sorry for that. Wow, it's horrendous. 
Pussy is the worst song on here, no doubt. The beat is absolute burnt ass hair. Yeah. Burnt to ill. That's so disgusting. That's how bad it is. It, to me, I, I was telling Jake, it sounds like somebody turned on three Young Thug songs at the same time. Yeah. It's such so, a clusterfuck. I don't recommend this to anybody with ears who can remotely hear or even detect <laughs> vibrations. Me either. Me either. He was so... I mean, being off-key, I mean, that was horrible. It was very blatant. It was very bad. I, I asked Hakeem, is this an error? Like, was this track supposed to be cut? Sure. And they, they missed it? Yeah. The the worst moments on this album are either really boring and predictable, or they're like pussy where it was just horrendous and just poorly mixed. Yeah. The best moments on this album... Are songs like Big Tipper. Yes. Big Tipper's a Mr. great track. Keed. Son. Uh, except for Lil' Keith, he does. To me, he ruins that track. Drake. Uh, Drake. Jake liked it. I liked it. Uh, but, Jake, I'm, but see, you've listened to a Lil' Keith project. Right. I've only heard Lil' Keith features. So to me, it was enjoyable as a feature. But I, I don't know what he sounds like. like I, I mean, I know he's a very young thug clone. They put a song out together before, and I felt like it was a better representation of that collab. Gotcha. Uh, I can't. I can't remember the name off the top. Of my what were you gonna say about Circle of Bosses, Mukwebo? Uh That was a weak track to me. It was just very boring. I, Wait, I, I didn't. I like said it, it was an effective. I mean, that's exactly what you expect of Quavo. Quavo's boring to me now. Yeah. Um, What's the move? Was another one that I said was pretty bad. I wasn't feeling that one. Yeah, that's the that's the one with uh, Uzi. Yeah, yeah, I, and it dragged on too long. I felt like the song was done after a minute and a half. And then I looked, and it still had four minutes to go. And I was like, oh, no, I'm good. Yeah. I don't want to hear any more of that. Let's talk about some of the highlights, because yeah. the, the songs, kind of like Rick Ross's album, the songs that slapped, slapped. Right. Um, Big Tipper was on there. Big Ecstasy. Ecstasy. Bad, bad, bad with Lil Baby. Right. That bad, one was bad. crazy. Um, Let's talk about that. Or, no, not that one. Cartier Gucci Scarf. Let's talk yes. about that one. First of all, the name, of the, the, Gucci scarf. <laughs> the name of the track is pretty funny, but... Um, that was a good one. That's the one. So he he's doing that little high pitched young thug flow that we all all know, and then he switches. Like I mean, it, and it wasn't like a the beat changes. He just snaps right. to je- the Harambe flow. Right. So I was like, okay, cool. I, I was so happy to hear that. Then Lil Duke comes out and does the Jeffrey flow. And Hakeem even said, "You think he may have outdone Thug?" And there's an argument for that. I think he did just lyrically wise, but Young Thug's well, uh, delivery is a lot. Come on. Better there's fun. a lot yeah. of people that I can. Anyway. I out lyric, young thug. I mean, Barney actually had harder bars, but <laughs> he can't say it the same way as Young Thug, and that's what I'm saying. Young Thug really is about the delivery; it's not about the lyrics. But um, Cartier Gucci Scarf is great because of that callback to Harambe, which is on Jeffrey. If you guys haven't heard that song, uh, he, I'd highly recommend. He incorporated it. a lot of old projects in this. This was a victory lap for Young Thug. Yeah. That's what I said about this album. I think it really felt like a victory lap. It felt like he was visiting each moment of his his albums, either something more like um, like some of the more low key mixtapes, something like Beautiful Thugger Girls is on here, a little bit of um, a little bit of some of the slime language tapes is on here too. I mean, it's just got everything for the uh, diehard Young Thug fan. For the casual Young Thug fan. There are some big features on here that you might enjoy. Yeah, the Twenty One Savage feature didn't do it for us, but you might enjoy that you, track. Even you said the little baby, like it, he he mm-hmm. came and did what he's supposed to do. Yeah, little baby, little baby sound good. Gunna the not surfing the hot. other track. Love when he's Liddy, I love when he's hot. Yeah, 
you like the delivery it's on so that fucking one? Fucking smooth. Alright. So there's definitely highlights on on this Young Thug project. The problem is I can't um I can't say that I really like enjoyed listening all the way through the way I have in, yeah. in past Young Thug. I, yeah, it's not an album experience for me, but no. the, there are songs definitely. And that's how most of the, the like a lot of the slime like I like the slime language and slime seasons, but there's some that I just like. I like power. I like best. But that's friend. a mixtape. I like digits. You like, expect that yeah. from mixtape. So I just pull stuff, and there were even. Um, I mean, when he was doing, well, I guess the when he was on the lifestyle, that was a Cash Money release. Rich Gang. That yeah, was Rich, Rich Gang. Gang. There's been albums where you can just kind of pull Young Thug, but this was not an album experience for me. Hmm. Like Beautiful Thug Girls, an album experience. Barter Six, album experience. Jeffrey, I mean. Listening to it start to finish is important. He's just had he's had a lot better projects. Uh, I'm kind of ready to give my final thoughts on this one. If you are, let's talk about this song. Jumped out the window. Right. I told my team, Young Thug did himself a disservice by not hitting the baby up for that because yeah. you know if, which we've kind of kind of criticized the baby about being very samey. But if you throw the baby on that, that's all over the radio. I could hear the baby and the baby and Young Thug would would have chemistry on a lot of tracks. Yeah, uh, and you're right. That just the way he flows, that kind of monotonous like '90s flow, uh, just reminds me. What's 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 the worst song? Is it the Nav song? Uh, Nav Rack by Rack Rack Rack. Just by association. Back back back. Just by association, Nav is always on there. No, I think the worst song is Pussy though. Yeah, 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 you're right. Yeah. Fundamentally, is, fundamentally, that song is terrible. It really is. It's just unlistenable to me. So yeah. I always skip that one. So what are you gonna what are you gonna give it? I'm giving this one I'm giving this one a five. No, no, no. I'm gonna give this one a four because honestly I think the the Port of Miami 2 is a better project. It is it is a better project. So much fun. I but gave I it a six, but there's more that I would I'll come back to for on this album. Like I pulled more songs for this from my 2019 list than I did from Rick Ross's. I don't think I pulled anything for my 2019 list, but some that might make my rotation more. Uh, but as an album experience, I think Port of Miami 2 has more to offer. Yeah. This is, if you're a Young Thug fan, come to it. If you, know? if you want recommendations or highlights f- coherent for Thug, you're not going to have any lifestyle moments. or right. there, I don't think there's any time where you're like, is this dude He's serious? Except for Pussy. Pussy was like, is he joking with this? Yeah, like, this yeah, is really bad. bad. Um, and nothing, uh, going to that note, nothing was overtly offensive except for Pussy and Supmate. Like, just, nothing really struck me as like, damn, what the hell is this? It was just too boring, and I, I really expect more yeah. from... It's an a la carte album, as opposed to Jeffrey and Butter Six. And right. Butter Six, in our opinion, because I think you're right, a lot of people hate Butter Six. Right. Drags at times, but the high points are high. Yeah, Butter Six has some... Has some Lower moments. Jeffrey, I think, really is the concise album. Yeah. And we and we love like I love Young Thug. Yeah. I think we both can say that. So this may be biased, but right, right, right. Well, you guys got the two reviews. Yeah. Hope you enjoyed them. Let us know what you thought about it. So we're gonna do something a little different on the tail end of the full length episodes now. Uh, Instead of doing the good note, which if there's something like inspirational about our days or lives, obviously we'll still tell you. But I picked up this book, it's 400 writing prompts. So what we're gonna do, we're gonna alternate every episode, me and Hakeem are both gonna do it. It doesn't have to be long, we're just gonna kinda talk about the the thing. Um, But we're just gonna flip back and forth, 
I figured for rules so we can't like cherry pick these, okay. you just flip through, open a page, and you can pick one of those on the two pages. Okay. So the one I chose to do, so hopefully this will get get a little insight to the way we think outside <laughs> of hip hop because that's really all we talk about. Right. So this one said, what season is your favorite and what do you love most about it? Oh, okay. So I would, I, I think I have to say fall. Okay. Because like the beginning of fall is still warm, so you can still like be outside. Like we had jet skis, you can still go to the lake in like September. Yeah, I mean, you're not yeah, because it's kind of cool. It's still kind of warmer yeah. around here. Um, you still get warmth, but at night, like it's that, like that crisp air. Like you know what I'm talking yeah. about. Like when you just go outside, and it, it almost kind of hurts to breathe, but when you breathe in, it's like refreshing a little. You know what I'm talking about? <laughs> you're breathing in pollutants, dude. <laughs> <laughs> not out here. We got this is a, this we is got asbestos in. This we place. got relatively clean air here in relatively, the upstate. Relatively. I mean, go look at. Can I answer that one? Yeah, so hold on. I'm gonna, I'll finish okay. and then we'll go. So it's still cold at night. Like, I like that crisp air. Right. Um, and I've got the Datsun. So I drive the Datsun in the fall up in the mountains because it has no air. It's got that orange. It has no air. Yeah, and it's yeah. a very fall-looking car. Dude, you don't have to remind me it doesn't have air. We rode yeah. in that thing for in, two and a half May, hours. to the beach. In We rode two and a half hours in May. I was sticking to the seat because yeah. of how fucking yeah. hot it was. But luckily, you were driving fast, so we got a lot of air for the most part. Yeah, old cars Person, didn't have problem. technology. Well, it had the technology of the cheap bastard. Your air just doesn't work. The cheap bastard that bought the car originally didn't add air, so it just has a fan and heat. Yeah. The heat's bomb, though. So in the winter, it's a good winter car because there's not a lot of room in that car to heat up. Right. And the heat is on point. You feel like toasty in there. Yeah. So what is your favorite season and what do you love most about it? Yeah, I'm, I'm, I like winter. And I think it, I'm very much the, like, I love being inside for the most part. I like it when everything has to stand still. Like, when there's, like, a lot of snow or a lot of ice. Yeah. Like, just that ability to just, I mean, it sucks when you have a full-time job because you're like, oh, fuck, I'm going to have so much work I have to catch up on. Yeah. So that part's not great, but there are, like, there are, like, a lot of holidays, too, that make you, like, spend time with family. Yeah. There is more, like, to be grateful about, but then also you have Black Friday, which is, like, just go kill everybody. So there is that purge in there also. Yeah. The winter just has a lot going for it, for me. But fall like is definitely too. second. Fall is definitely second. For See, I'm, I'm the one that, like, I can't help the weather, Jackie. <laughs> like, in the, when it's cold out, uh-huh. you can do something about that if you're warm. You just take a layer off. Right. But if you're out, it's nine, it was, like, 97 today. What it's are you going to do? Like, if you're, if you're down to balls and... Yeah. What, yeah. what are you gonna do? You're, if you're, you're in done. your birthday suit and yeah. you're still hot, like what are it's you? It's over do? for you. Yeah, for sure. And not just that, like the the fact that my AC has to keep running all goddamn day, and then the cost yeah. of that, I fucking hate summer, dude. Yeah, the, where where we're at here, we pay a flat rate, and that's nice. Because I know in the fall and the spring they're probably burning me. Because I probably, if I was paying for it by like the, the kilowatt, yeah, I'd probably be. You'd save. But then also you keep it 68 degrees in here and chill, dude. Yeah, it's a nice climate in here. Oh, it's so nice. It's so nice. Well, that was our first writing prompt. I don't really have anything for the good note. That's a good idea, Jake. I'm really excited to do more of those, some of the more detailed ones. But that was like a nice little easing us into it. Oh, yeah. Um, Anything you've been spinning? Any new tracks? Um, I've been spinning the Blueface album, so which we're going to talk about that. Quick review. Yep. Um... No, that's really been it. I found this. I sent some some of it to you. It's the Smooth Jazz All Stars. Mm-hmm. It's this jazz group that covers popular hits. They had some hip hop ones. It's pretty cool. There's another guy that did a cover of Dark Knight Demo. You have it pulled up? Yeah. Play it. 
I added this. This is not the Jazz All-Stars. This is some obscure guy, and he only has two songs, which I was upset about, because this is Heat. We just Let's just ride out to... Is anything you've been spinning? Outside of this? Let it, let it ride. I don't think I this am, guy's going to care. Um, I've been listening to uh, Nakey Jakey. I want to play you a little bit of that, but Who's I want to ride out to this. This guy is a, he's a YouTuber. And what's his name? Jakey. Oh, bro, you found my <laughs> your alter ego. Yeah, you found my alter ego online. This guy is kind of like, he, um, so he, for those of you guys who don't know, Nakey Jakey, he's a, it's a YouTube channel. He reviews video games, but he put out songs on occasion, mm -hmm. dude. And he actually linked a guy who sell, who does beats. I'm going to show you that one when we get off the air. But um, this song's called Not Dead Yet, and it came out a couple weeks ago. Fantano talked about him, too. Okay. Just, I think he's doing Jake the Snake from yeah. WWF. What do you think? He's different. Yeah. Reminds me of like Joji. Yeah. You know, that same sound. This is, just, this is different. I mean, yeah. I, I'll, I'll give him that. It's, it's so, I, I'd have to see if I can sit with it for a little longer. Yeah. I so I was I've been listening to him lately. Uh, I've been listening to um, Hobo Johnson. I think you showed me. Yeah. Him. Um, really, some crazy stuff. ASAP Ferg's floor seats, guys. <sighs> Spoiler alert. It's really good. Yeah. It's really good. There's not, I mean, the only song that I would say is like a miss on here is uh, Wigs. But, I mean, eight tracks. And I haven't liked the Ferg project since Trap Lords. No. I mean, he really has been missing. So, Still Striving was pretty bad. Always Striving Prosper's horrendous before that. And then we had a little hiatus, and then he came back. Hey, I mean, he may have seen the formula too. I mean, what is it, eight tracks? Nine. Seven tracks? Okay. Nine tracks. Nine. So it's pretty concise. Yep. And then the last thing that I've been listening to is, um, that's it. Oh, that that's even, oh, I, th I thought I saw, um, Who do you the, think saw? what song, what, what little Young Thug EP is the Her Hercules on? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Daddy yeah. Hercules. Actually, oh, that's the one I wanted to bring up. King Troop. Isn't that what no, it's called? No. It's not King called Troop that, but there is a song called King Troop. Um, I'm Up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's just ride out to Hercules. That's something <laughs> Thank you guys so much for listening. We love y'all. We hope you have a good day. Where's Metro at? We need some more Metro. Metro! 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 <laughs> that was a fucking crazy man. Get ready to... Hey everybody, thanks for listening to another episode of Hooks, Lines, and Hip Hop. We appreciate you spending your time with us. Don't forget to share us with your family and friends. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at HLHPO. Once again, that's HLHPO. Thanks for the support, and until next time, see ya!